all a moot point. <laughs> like a cow's opinion. Just doesn't matter. It's moot. Podcast. I'm Dr. X. And I'm Sammy Mead. And today we're going to be discussing a television phenomenon we like to call the lovable bitch. So just imagine, if you will, a Cartesian coordinate plane where, and we'll post this on our Tumblr page, so you can just pull that up, moopointspodcast.tumblr.com. Yeah, that's it. Um, so, so a Cartesian coordinate plane where the x-axis is your love for a character, so like as you go negative x, you hate the character, as you go positive X, you love the character, and the Y-axis is the bitchiness level of the character. So, like, down at the negative Y, good guys, and up at the positive Y is bitch. So today, we're going to explore the first quadrant, wherein lie the lovable bitches. So these are characters who rate high on the bitch scale, but somehow you love them anyway. Like, you genuinely care about them, you probably would hate them in real life, but we love them on TV. So we've identified some of the most compelling ones we feel, and then we have a best bitch moment for each one, and a best love moment from each one, and then and then we'll discuss, you know, what what makes the lovable bitch so compelling. All right, so let's get started. Okay, so I think the most iconic lovable bitch in all of TV is Paris Geller from Gilmore Girls, um, like. Complete crazy person, but you you just love her. Like, you want her on the TV, and you love her friendship with Rory. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'll start with the bitch moment. Sure. Okay. Just, like, throughout the series in general, she's, like, super competitive, like, doesn't really care about friends. Um, but this one moment is when she had um, the really nice Princeton boyfriend who was, like, perfect for her, um, and she cheats with... She cheats on him with the 65-year-old college professor. Who's friends with Rory's grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch moment. Yep. And her love moment. Which also brings out her bitch side. Yes. <laughs> so perfect. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, I get to do it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's when Logan breaks up with Rory. Or they break up because he cheated on her. And... Uh, he shows up at Rory and Paris' apartment, and Paris just, like, stands at the door and starts yelling at him, and she says, if you were to disappear from the face of the planet, the only person that would miss you is your Porsche dealer. Oh my god. So, uh, yeah. This whole scene was so great. Basically just defends Rory. Yeah. Yelling at him. It's it's great. It's great. Yeah. Okay, our second lovable bitch, also an iconic one, I think, is Juliet Barnes from Nashville. Yeah. This one's really interesting, because she yeah. is honestly the bitchiest She's character. She's a terrible, terrible person, but there's a lot of points, especially throughout the first two seasons, where you cannot help but root for her, and yeah, she... you just want her to be okay, but she's really a bad person. And you know what else? Like, every single time, you think she's changed, and she just hasn't. Yeah, now I think she's a little more on the bitch. Like, her love has gone a little down in the new season. Because they really push it a little far. But, you yeah. know, in seasons one and two, I, I loved this character. Best character on Nashville. Mm-hmm. And just terrible person. Yeah. Okay, so my... Which we, okay, so, um... Bitch moment. 
is when <laughs> she threw a snow globe at her baby. It's n- it was not a, it was not her best moment. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of mm-hmm. kind of a bitch right there. Yeah. She has a lot of bitch. I also really like when she uh, tells Le- <laughs> when she and Layla are on that elevator and she like tells her that Jeff is just gonna like hook up with her. Yeah. And then Layla gets really mad and she goes, well, I guess nice just ain't my color. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. um, And my love moment for Julia Barnes, which is really what I just wanted the whole show to be like, Mm -hmm. is when she comes through for Raina, when Raina's album is going up against um, Will's on Jeff's label, when Mm -hmm. Raina's album, so yeah, is like coming out. She does that duet with her, even though it was, like, right after Avery dumped her when she, like, hooked up with Jeff. Yeah. And she's, like, dying, and Raina's like, you don't have to do this. And she's like, no, we're gonna crush it, and we're gonna, this album's gonna sell. Yeah. And they do a duet together, and they absolutely crush it. Yeah, she does, she has her moments. Yeah, she really does. Yep. I don't know why, but you love her. Okay, um, next example of a lovable bitch, I'm gonna go with Tyra. From Friday Night Lights. Going out of order, I see. Yeah. On the list here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically, she is pretty bitchy to Landry for just, like, having him on the hook for four straight seasons and, like, never being straight with him. He, she, she, like, uses him for SAT study and... Tyra's kind of like a classic high school bitch. Like, she and... Well, yeah, like, she yeah. knows she's hot and... Yeah. 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 She's just, like, your standard, stereotypical bitch. But she's so much more. after she starts hanging out with Tammy, she uh, starts to be nicer. Um, Like, when she... When Tammy asks her to play on the volleyball team, and Mm -hmm. she agrees. Mm -hmm. Um, Love moment. That's the love moment. Yeah. And what's the bitch moment? Oh. Okay. Um, When they're driving to State in season one, and... They see Lila's car on the side of the road, and she, like, gets out and starts yelling at her. She's like, hey there, cheerleader bitch. Like, yeah. do you remember that? Yeah, they're both bitches. Yeah. We were struggling to decide which one we should put in this podcast. Yeah, they're both lovable bitches, I think. Yeah. I, th- I think Lila's less lovable than Tyra. Yeah. Yeah. Tyra's very lovable. Okay. Our next one. This is a good one. It's Mona Vanderwall of Pretty Little Liars. Oh my god. On the axis, she is just so freaking lovable. Yeah. Like, she's almost more lovable than she is a bitch which is saying something considering she's actually committed the crime of murder. <laughs> yeah, that is. Sexy. Mona is like, not anyone could pull this character off, but somehow Pretty Little Liars created this like, ridiculous character. Yep. So, um, her bitch moment is when, well, she has, <laughs> this like, is okay, hilarious. she was A, so, like, her entire life is being a bitch. But like, she lived to torture yeah, four girls. Yeah. She was A, but I think her number one bitch moment was running Hannah over with a car, or mm-hmm. running her under mm-hmm. with a car. And then her love moment, well, like, she apologized for that. And also, there was this one really nice flashback with her and Hannah, like, in the year between Allie dying and, and A starting when at, when Hannah and Mona are hanging out and and Mona like wants to give her a book and Hannah's like that's more Spencer like I'm too dumb for books and Mona's like you need to stop pretending you're dumb because you're really smart you don't need to pretend like you're dumb Aww. 
It was great. It was great. Okay, Mona, Mona Hannah loves, flashback scenes yeah. are like something. That, That's like a the little, best part. Yeah, they, yeah, Mona loves Hannah. It's true. She was only A because because Hannah got taken away from her. Mm. Um. All right. Let's see. Can we just keep the order? Ugh, but I don't really know. Okay. I suppose. Next, um, Christina Yang from, uh, Gil- sorry, <laughs> what's it called? Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Jesus, okay. Um, <laughs> juggling a lot of TV shows here. Yeah, um. Christina Yang, lovable bitch. Yeah. It's, yeah. Okay, I can't, I'm not okay, an I'll expert on this show. Okay, okay. You talk about it. Um, yeah, so, um, she's a bitch. We, we, like, don't actually have a specific bitch moment. I mean, she... Has, was like a bitch to George for like the whole show. I remember one moment where Callie was trying to talk to her and she was like, you and I are not friends, so don't talk to me. Ever. She's just like very straightforward. She's very rude. And cocky about her intelligence. She's very cocky. She thinks she's smarter than everyone. Like, she definitely thought George was dumb. She she was very competitive. Just just kind of a bitch. Yeah. Um, our love moment. Her and Meredith's friendship, every time is a love moment. But there was this one quote she said to Meredith talking about Derek where she says, don't let what he wants eclipse what you need. He's very dreamy, but he's not the sun. You are. Aww. So yeah, she can be lovable. To Meredith only. <laughs> yeah. On the on the love bitch scale, where do you think, like, more bitchy or more lovable? Like, she's not Y equals X, you know? She's, yeah. Yeah. She's probably... Like, a little more bitch than lovable. No, I think she's a little more lovable than bitch. It's close. Yeah. Love Christina Yang. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay, Sawyer from Lost. Yeah. He is such a good lovable bitch as well. Because yeah. he's just such a jerk, but... You got but you root for him. Yeah, definitely. Um, he's one of the best characters on Lost. Yeah. So, basically on the island, he like steals all the weapons and won't give them to anybody. He thinks he's, like, the big shot and he knows best. Yeah, his which... bitch moment is stealing all the guns in the first season. Yeah. There's a lot, though, but that's that's the one we identify. Yeah. Um, but you love him... Okay, not a very specific moment, but apparently he, like, when he, when he had... He went to the plane after the crash and, like, s- collected all the stuff and he had drugs... That somebody needed. I think somebody had like an infection. Yeah, the dude. I don't know. The brother. Shannon's brother. Yeah. Her name's not Shannon. Yeah, it is. Oh, it is. Okay. The girl from Lost. From Taken. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Shannon's brother needed the drugs and he gave them. Um, And then he also comforts Kate quite a few times. Totally shipped him with Kate. I think like part of why we loved Sawyer is because we hated Jack. And so you had to root for Sawyer with Kate. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a good reason. Okay. Alright, what are we on? Robin Scherbatsky. Okay, Robin Scherbatsky. This one's pretty funny. Yeah, we were, okay, we were talking about Robin, we were like, definitely lovable bitch, but then we're like, thinking of a love moment for her, and we can literally not think of one nice thing she did. Like, in nine, is it nine seasons? Nine seasons. In nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother, we're like... Oh, yeah, so here's, like, a bitch moment, and there's, like, another bitch moment. There's, like, some really good bitch moments, but, like, has Robin Shabatsky ever had a lovable moment on Himium? Unclear. 
Yeah. Let us know, please. Please us contact us. If we you love find her. her. We uh, we know that we love her, but we have no idea why. Yeah. She's pretty much just a bitch. She really is. But I guess our our theory. Well, okay, we'll get to why we love the little bitches at the end of the list. Mm-hmm. But we'll we'll talk about that later. Why we love her. But, but yeah. we could not pinpoint a lovable moment for her. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, she's like so bitchy to Patrice, who does nothing but nice things. <laughs> um, and like she's always talking about how hot she is and like all the free stuff. She like doesn't pay rent. She like gets free drinks. And yeah. She like thinks she's hotter than everyone. Constantly. Yeah. She like never makes mistakes. She's like, you know. Yeah. Like her career is really going cocky. where she wants, I guess. Yeah. It's, yeah, so, definite bitch, questionable love, but... No, de- 100% love, just we don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's move on. Okay. That was awkward. Okay, so <laughs> our next lovable bitch is Logan Eccles from Veronica Mars. Oh my god, love him so much. Seriously, but he is such a bitch. He's the um, obligatory psychotic jackass. Yep. Every school has one. <laughs> <laughs> He's ours. He's ours. <laughs> Okay, so, bitch moment. This one's really bad. It's when he, um, so at the, like, alternative prom the rich kids throw, he and Veronica have this really deep conversation about how they should, like, stay together and their relationship is epic and, like, they should get back together and they really care about each other and she goes, she, like, runs out. She, like, freaks out a little bit but totally agrees and then the next day she goes and talks to, like, talk to him and he was blackout drunk during that entire thing, does not remember it, and has a girl over when she goes to talk to him. Ugh, this was So he's just like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, yeah. after this de- all these, like, deep feelings, oh my God. it's really bad. Uh, so, yeah, he's definitely a bitch in that moment. Yeah, that was a rough one. I'm a hardcore low shipper, so that hurt a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But this moment almost makes up for it when he walks into... This is, but this is way earlier. So the yeah. bitch moment is like in season two. Yeah. This is season End of season one. two. And then our love moment is like right when they start dating. Yeah. Season one. Um, when he walks into his surprise party holding Veronica's hand and like making out and everybody's like, whoa, is this a joke? And then he makes... Because them... all his friends hate her. Right. Um, and he makes this whole speech like protecting her. And he's like, if you have a problem with my girlfriend, you might as well vanish into thin air, because you mean nothing to me. You're dead to me. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. That was great. Because they had been, like, sneaking around, because all of his friends hate her. And he was like, you know what? Screw you. Yep. That was great. Good job, Logi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then our last one, I think, right? Did we get all the rest? Yeah, last example. Okay, our last example is Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah pretty obvious why he's a bitch like <laughs> does not respect females <laughs> is basically a monster borderline psychopath oh clear complete psychopath <laughs> like absolutely no empathy or anything um but he's so lovable <laughs> he's adorable <laughs> he's just great he's funny yeah so our specific love moment is when barney goes to san francisco and tells lily to get back with marshall and then he says don't ever mention this and so that's the reason Lily and Marshall get back together. Yeah. He flies all the way to San Francisco. That was adorable. And he's like, if you had five hours in San Francisco, what would you do? Alcatraz? What was it? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yep. Um, there's, there's a lot of lovable moments. Like, he tears up at 
The wedding. Oh, yeah. Lillian Marshall. He's yeah. like the biggest Lillian Marshall shipper of us all. Yeah. He's cute. Yeah. Um. Okay, so. Wait, wait, wait. The bitch moment. Um. Uh, well, okay. So, yeah. Again, we don't have a specific moment with Barney, but just like divorcing Robin, having the playbook, lying compulsively, and lying to women every single day. Yeah. Okay, so now just to open it for discussion about, like, what is up with these characters who you would absolutely hate if you knew them in real life, but you root for continually on TV? And we have a couple reasons why we think this phenomenon works. Yeah. So the first reason why we love the bitch, why we love the little bitch, is because they have some kind of tragic past or trauma. And so you kind of sympathize for them. They kind of have an excuse for their bitchiness because they've been so hurt or something in the past. Like, Logan falls into this category perfectly. Yeah, because Logan's father, like, a well, okay, he has a murderer for a father. And just his mom committed suicide. Yeah, like, his dad is, like, a psychotic abuser, basically. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, you, like, you feel bad for him. And say, and I think Juliet Barnes is actually the perfect example of this, like, the the drug addict mother and, like, growing up in poverty, having to, like, pull herself out of it to build her career. Yeah. So, like, when she's a bitch, you're like, okay, well, she, like, had to deal with so much. Like, her life sucked growing up. Yeah. Um, so a lot of our level of bitches just have... But then if you, like, if you compare that to people who fall into the second quadrant, which is hateable bitch, then, like, like Julie Taylor's in there and... She's a bitch, and she has no reason. Like, she has a loving family, she has the perfect parents, everything's good, but she's just, like, a whiny brat. Ugh. And so, that's just a contrast to all of our level bitches who just have, you know, problems. (laughs) Quote from our little Google Doc. She has a loving family, best parents in the world, is dating Matt Samson, what the hell is wrong with you, bitch? (laughs) Yeah, I wrote that in our notes. Like, seriously, dude, like, stop being such a whiny brat, everything's okay. (laughs) Um, and then, okay, so then our, our other, one of our other reasons why this, why the level of bitch is lovable is because their bitchiness is so clever and witty that you have to, like, laugh. Like, like, with, um, Robin, this is my best theory for Robin. Like, she also has kind of a tragic past, but, like... <laughs> like a funny tragic Yeah, past. like, her parents were psychotic, too, but, like, her bitchiness is so funny yeah. that, like, you have to... It's not whiny or bratty. It's just, like, hilarious. Yeah. So it just makes her more lovable. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's true. Like, I actually think Veronica Marsh herself is also also falls into this girl. We didn't talk about her because she's kind of a main character and there's, like, so many other complexities. Mm-hmm. But, like, she's her bitchiness is so witty as well that it makes her more lovable. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another reason. And then... And then sometimes... The lovable bitch is lovable because you hate, you share a common enemy. Like we said with Sawyer, we're like, you yeah. love Sawyer, root for Sawyer because you hate Jack. Yeah. Like he's so obnoxious. So it's like you have to root for the alternative. Where does Mona fall? Why do we love Mona? So Mona, I think, falls into, so the witty, like the clever bitchiness, like, okay, she, her A texts were like hilarious. Yeah. And so good. So clever. And then, but actually, what I think it is for Mona is category four acting. Oh, okay. Like, that she, I don't think any actress could pull off making Mona lovable. Yeah, she's real good. It's just like this weird, like, you have to be, you have to toe the line between 
bitchy and 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 I also think Hayden Pinatier uh, Pinatier who plays Juliet Barnes nails the acting. She's too. a great like, actress. I, I think for yeah. both of those characters, they could really easily just be hateable. But you have to you have to be a little bit broken and like a, and with Mona like a little bit yeah. crazy and you don't know exactly what's happening. And that's what yeah, that's what makes them. Yeah, and Mona's like I don't know, do you love her as a villain or do you just love her? No, because I don't think that counts as being a lovable bitch. Like there's some villains who you think are yeah. awesome. But you just love you don't, Mona. You don't think they're like lovable. You just they're just a good villain. Yeah. Like like a Kilgrave. I knew you were gonna bring up Jessica Jones. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not putting him in the lovable box, but like I yeah. think he's a great villain. But I think with Mona, it genuinely is a like you actually love the character. Yeah. As more than a villain. Yeah. Like you kinda of root for her. Yep. I don't know, like she you just you just want her to crush. Yep. You, you want her to do great things. Yeah. Like I personally don't really understand why she's not like running the whole world right now. She's on her way. Yeah. Yeah. Starting at the state level, like yeah. the we only gave her five election. years, but she'll get there. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any other, anything else to add about lovable bitches? Um, no, just that they're the great, great uh, character in TV. Who's who gets your lovable bitch award? Because mine goes to Paris Geller. I love Paris. I think it has to be Julia Barnes because. It's just so unrealistic that she would be lovable at all. And she really is. It's, it's like, all the categories. Because she's witty. She's, like, funny and witty. Mm-hmm. You hate... You, you all have, like, the same enemies. Like, Jeff. The acting is perfection. And then you have the tragic past. She's, yeah. She's, she's everything. So... Yeah. She really... She is... I think she's the first lovable bitch we identified on TV. Like, it all stemmed from her when we were coming up with this yeah, probably. TV phenomenon. Yeah. She's, like, one of the first. And then we have... Do we have any more? Let me try to pull up our... our um, Brainstorm? No, our or... quadrant thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, I found it. Yeah, so we have... Oh, yeah, so there's a couple we didn't mention, but we can just throw them out now. Um, House from House MD. Mm-hmm. Lovable bitch. He was really on the edge of hate love, though. He's, like, really high on the He bitch. sometimes jump roped the line. Yeah, yeah. He was, like, up high on the bitch axis and over pretty left on the love axis. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we didn't talk about Veronica Mars. She, I, I had her, I had Veronica Mars a little bit above the XY, so, like, a little more bitch than love. I don't know. Initial mm-hmm. reaction. Um, and we didn't talk about Jessica Jones, but she is also... In quadrant one. Oh, bitch. but so much love. But also such a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, By the way, we got this um, Cartesian coordinate thing from uh, Barney Stinson's crazy hot scale. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so <laughs> Thank shout you to out. one of our lovable bitches for providing the framework for yeah. this. <laughs> Some of these characters do jump around. Um, and then, yeah, I think that's all the ones we plotted on here that we didn't mention on the show. Yeah, go check out our graph. Yeah, we'll we'll post the we'll post the graph on our Tumblr. Cool. And that's it for the the phenomenon of the lovable bitch. See right. you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Move Points podcast. You can find us on Twitter. We are at Move Points Pod. Or send us an email at movepointspodcast at gmail.com. Our Tumblr page is movepointspodcast.tumblr.com. And we'd love to hear from you about new ideas, questions, or any feedback you may have. 
Thanks for listening.